Everybody that you meet, you can learn something from them. That it's not necessarily what you achieve in life that matters most, but it's who you become in the process of those achievements that really matters. We all need people who believe in us. They expand the boundaries we place on our own lives. What makes me most proud is how I played the game. Being real, authentic, and spontaneous, and loving the game, to me, is what it was all about. When you retire, you may get a chance to go to football heaven. This is football heaven. Hello and welcome to The Mission. I'm your host, Jameer Howard. And tonight, guys, we have a very special show for you. Joining us is Cincinnati Bengals legend and Pro Football Hall of Famer, Anthony Munoz. But tonight, Anthony, we're so honored to be joined by Hakeem Elidin. Aden, Adenergy, Aden. Hakeem Adenergy. And you know what? I'm not going to do that takeover because I really want to see and let our viewers know how I have been struggling with (laughs) your last name. And I apologize, but it's real, man. This is a real struggle. So this is going to be the NFL grace that's going to be like, what? Say your name Because that means that you're going to be around for a very, very long time. Hakeem, welcome to the mission, sir. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm glad to have you. Glad to have me on the show with, uh, you know, a legend. That's right. You know, Anthony, last week we got a chance to catch up and we talked about the Cincinnati Bengals with the first pick, Joe Burrow. And the one thing we also talked about is this year, there's, they had a talented group of, and versatile group of offensive linemen that we're going to see for the next 10 years. And in your backyard in Cincinnati, the Bengals picked up one and Hakeem, we could talk all day, but we want to hear from you. Tell us more about yourself. Oh man, uh, I'm just you know I'm a pretty simple dude. Uh, you know, care about my family, care about the people I'm around. So you know, my teammates, I'm gonna come in that locker room and and, and be one and and be part of everything. But I love football. Like I love football. I go out there. It's my passion. It's my dream. It's what I feel like I was born to do. And you know, I'm just gonna come in every day, bring a positive you know, mindset, you know, bring a smile, come in and, and go to work. You know, I'm going to push guys, I'm going to hold guys accountable. We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. We're going to win. Anthony, when you watch the highlight footage of Hakeem, what jumps out to you? What do you like about this young man? Well, I mean, physical, athletic. I mean, and one of the things that he's got that big old wingspan where he can get those guys away from him, you know, so, um, and then after, you know, you see him, you know that he started on both sides of the, you know, right and left. And for a young guy, that's always an advantage. You know, the more positions you can play. So, uh, you know, and, and not to mention the leadership. I mean, you know, the great thing about this class are all the leaders that we've drafted. And Hakeem is right there. Uh, you know, anybody that gets accepted to Air Force Academy, I mean, he's got to be special and decides to go to Kansas. And here he is coming to Cincinnati as an offensive lineman. So I'm thrilled. I'm excited. Uh, everything I've heard and read and talked to guys about Hakeem, I'm very impressed with the young man. That was one of the things we talked about last week when you talked about building the culture right. in Cincinnati and right. head coach Zach Taylor is doing just that. You said there were three-year, four-year captains within this 2020 yeah. rookie class. How important is that when you look at building a culture to that locker room and the team? Well, you know, I mentioned Hakeem, but six of the seven guys we drafted in the draft, six of the seven were captains on the respective football team. So that says a couple of things. First of all, they're getting it done on the football field, and then they have the respect from all their teammates. We had one that was a three-time captain, and then I had a chance to talk to someone that was good friends with T. Higgins, 
uh, position coach at Clemson. He did leave after his junior year, but said if the kid stays there, he's probably a captain, you know, his senior year. And then not only through the draft, Jameer, and we talked about it, and Hakeem, I talked about I've been able to be here for a long time and see this culture start to change. But then you look at the guys that we signed through free agency. Uh, you know, a lot of the guys or most of the guys have playoff experience. So now you bring those guys that have playoff experience, you bring in some young guys that have been captains on their team, and I think that makes them some uh, great chemistry. Hakeem, when you look at the University of Kansas, let's talk about that. Let's drill down. Who were some of the coaches that poured into you and gave you that, that, that knowledge and, and, and you looked to as those mentors and they prepared you for the next level? Oh, man, I had a lot of coaches that did that. You know, I had three position coaches and each one of them, you know, did a very good job of teaching me football and, and what I need to do and preparing me to play and how to treat myself like a professional. And on top of that, you know, I had two head coaches, you know, Coach Beatty and then even Coach Miles. He was really big my last year. Just all the talented guys that he he's had and the championship experience that he's had. And, you know, the you know, he had, he's had first rounders. He's won a national championship. He's had so much success. And so he's able to, you know, help me through the process and, you know, kind of give me a guideline of what it takes to be successful. You know, Hakeem, we talk so much about football and on the field, but here at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, we value the 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 the, the discipline, the integrity, and the respect, and the character that goes on off the field. What were some of the things that we know you were talented on the field, but what were some of the things that out in the community, in that Kansas community, that you got a chance to be a part of? Oh man, uh, whenever I could help out the community, I could. Uh, you know, being from a Nigerian background and my, my mom and being how selfless we've always been raised, it's, it's so big to the people around you. That's what makes you and that's what builds you up. And you're only as good as you, your support. And so, you know, whether it was, uh, you know, Habitat for Humanity, helping, you know, restore homes or, you know, helping out with, with you know, homeless shelters or, or whatever I could do within the Lawrence community throughout those those four years, I, I was always down for it. I would hit up my guy, Ed Jones, and see what he had for me. And if I had some free time, I'm, I'm down for it. Anthony, one of the things we talked about this year with the Cincinnati Bengals coaching staff, they were at the Senior Bowl. So they got the jump start, you know. And I know we're dealing with this pandemic and there wasn't pro dates and there was a combine, but they actually got a chance to really coach these guys. Yeah. And you spoke about that. Talk about that valuable time and as, you know, they got a chance to coach Hakeem. Well, you know, little did they know going down to Mobile for the Senior Bowl that we would be running into what we're running into with the pandemic and uh, not being able to have the face-to-face -face or the pro days. So they had a, a chance to see these young guys, you know, in the meeting room, practice field, and really how they, you know, really were around their teammates. So, I mean, that was very, very valuable for this coaching staff that had the first pick and then the first pick in every round to be able to say, okay, we've seen some of the top guys coming out in the draft firsthand. I mean, we were was a week that you're down there. Uh, you know, you get a chance to see them work, get a chance to see them study, uh, and to see how quickly they can pick things up. And you're using some of your, you know, your own playbook. So uh, very valuable with what we're going through. And uh, you know, you can't you can't really stress that enough that uh, they were on top of things and uh, they had an advantage with that. Hakeem, how was that time spent for yourself? Oh, it was it was great. And, you know, I kind of had an idea that, you know, what I did that that week, that both coaching staffs, they would, you know, kind of have an eye on it. And so it was kind of in the back of my mind, like, you know, there's a good chance you could be playing for either of these guys. But it was just 
a great experience and great competition and kind of gave me a taste of what it would be like, you know, going to this next level. And what do you know, I get, you know, picked up by Cincinnati. And I remember uh, having that meeting with, with them on, on a Friday and, and getting in the O-line room with Coach Turner and Coach Martin. And, and they were great. And I, would, I knew that, you know, if it were to happen, that it would be a great opportunity. And, and here it is. And so, you know, it's just meant to be. Now, Anthony, I want to open this up. You know a thing or two about being a legend within that Cincinnati Bengals community. Tell Hakeem what he can expect, you know, in 2020. You know, it's fun for me to listen to Hakeem when you were talking about your involvement in the community and Habitat. And my first thought when you started saying that you're going to fit perfectly in this community. Uh, it's a community that embraces, you know, the guys and gives you opportunities to go out into the community. It's a very engaging community very supportive community, and the Bengals team has, has a, a great history of getting their guys out in the community. Eric Ball, who uh, was a former teammate of mine, works with the team. He uh, works a lot with the guys out in the community. But uh, I, was, I was happy to hear some of the things you're doing. But, uh, you know, we had a little you know, time to talk offline before we went on. And, you know, I, I shared with Hakeem, I'm from Southern California, and we fell in love with this place. And, and it's mainly because of the people and the way that the, the people love the community and the way they love people in the community. Hakeem, what do you have for Anthony? This is your time, man. Oh man, I have a whole a whole list. <laughs> well, I'm gonna sit back you know, and enjoy <laughs> this. <laughs> well, I'm gonna try to keep it short. Of, no, oh, talk. you're good. You're good. I mean, I mean, one thing I would have to say is, you know, being as successful as you are, you know, one of the arguably the best left tackle in NFL history. What's like the most underrated? key for success that you have like for lasting 13 years and playing at a high level like something that you know we wouldn't even think about some something that you had in your back pocket that made you different than everybody else. well I think of course my faith would be the number one thing but the next thing is that I was a third pick in the draft and I came to camp as a rookie and my whole mindset was I had to make the team I wanted to start and that was my mindset every year I did not rest on what I did the previous year but I had to turn it up the next year and the next year. And I think that was the thing is that my attitude was that I had to make the team every year and I had to earn that starting job. And to me, that, that really motivated me in my off-season conditioning, my off-season lifting. And then in addition to that, I did technique all off-season and really studied the game. And, you know, I love when you said you love the game. And that's what it's all about. You, you know, now it's your profession. It's a way that you're going to provide for your family eventually, for yourself. So you have to you have to take that approach. And to me, it was my profession. And I had, you know, started a family early on. I was married when I first got here. But then we started with a couple of kids my second year in the league. So it was the motivation of, you know, I, wasn't, I didn't want to be satisfied with just making the team. As a rookie, I wanted to be a starter. I wanted to be one of the best. And that's, you know, it's either a choice or it's a feeling. I think if you choose to do that, you're going to choose to work out when you're sore. You're going to choose to work out when you're tired. But if it's a feeling, I feel like I want to be, if you're sore, if it's cold, you're not going to. So it's all about choices. And, and that's what I took. And uh, my drive uh, in my off season was just as hard as during the season, because I felt when I got to camp or whenever I wanted to be ready all the time. So it was all about work ethic and just having that attitude of, uh, you know, because I really believe when you start believing that you've arrived, that's when that slippery slope starts. And uh, you just, you just got to keep turning it on and uh, turn up the, you know, the, 
the preparation volume as you go out. I love that. Um, I would say, you know, obviously, you know, going into my career, it's like a fresh start now and it's all, it's all good, but you know, there's going to be adversity and you know, I'm ready for that. But what, what's the hardest thing that you encountered throughout your career and what did you do to kind of, you know, get over that situation? Mm. Well, so let me just go back something I learned. Uh, so my four years at USC, I had three knee operations in four years. I played one healthy season. So I, I experienced that early on. And it was just a matter, again, like I talked about, you push harder even when you are successful. You got to push that much harder when you find adversity. So I, I talk a lot. I talk to young people. I talk to business people. I said, I've not met a successful person that hasn't gone through adversity. And I always say, it's not a matter if, but when you go through that adversity, how are you going to handle it? How are you going to come out the other end? And uh, so that's all I would say is that, uh, you know, just believe in your talents, believe in who you are, and just know that you can work through it and things are going to work out. Uh, and I always felt, you know, going through those three knee operations, if I didn't make it on the next level, it wasn't going to be, be because I didn't work hard enough and I wasn't mm -hmm. physically ready. So uh, that's what I would say about adversity. I mean, we all go through that. You just got to say, you know what, that white towel, I'm going to keep it in my pocket. There's no way I'm going to throw that towel and I'm going to just fight yeah. through it. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll ask you a lot more, you know, off air, but uh, I'll, I'll leave off with this. Um, you know, obviously the dream is getting to the NFL, but I mean, on top of that, uh, competitive and want to win and, and we're going to do everything we can to, to get to a Super Bowl. And you've, you've played in those, you know, what was that feeling like to, to walk out on that field knowing like this is the game, this is the premier game in football? Uh, it's, you know what? So I talk about, you talk about personal goals, but always team goals are the first thing. Yeah. So I came here, the team had gone four and 12, two years in a row before I got here. And all of a sudden, you know, there's a big coaching change, new head coach, and we got a lot of new players. So that was the first goal was to get to the playoffs and to get to the Super Bowl. And, you know, I was fortunate it happened my second year. We went six and 10, but you could see the team getting better. You could see the guys coming together. My second year, we went 12 and four. And really the highlight of going 12 and four was getting home field advantage and playing the playoff games in the AFC championship game in front of our fans. And we did that twice. Home field advantage twice, AFC championship twice. So like I said, this city is hungry, it's ready, uh, and it's, there's nothing like it, man. You're getting the playoffs, and it's just, you know, you, and you've, you've played in, you know, regular season games, and I'm sure you've played in bowl games. It's a little different, each one. It's the same thing. Your regular season, it's like, boy, it's intense. But then you get into the playoffs, and then it's turned up another notch. Then you get in the AFC championship game, and it even gets higher. And then just when you think it can't, you get to yeah. the Super Bowl. So, it's amazing. I mean, it, uh, it's an experience that I'll never forget. And not only the relationships that you establish going through that, because you talked about adversity. We were four. First Super Bowl, we were six and, tw uh, six and 10 the year before. The second Super Bowl, we were four and 11 the year before yeah. Super Bowl. So we had to fight through adversity. People were not giving us a chance. They were saying, no way. And all of a sudden, we, you know, one year we start out six and oh, and we, you know, get home field advantage 24. So you just got to fight. And that brings you closer together when you go through that adversity. Akeem, can I ask you a question as far as like, how are you guys learning the playbook? How are you 
pretty much meeting your coaches and things of that nature? Uh, virtually, just, you know, we get everybody on the big Zoom chat and then uh, break off, have our little position meetings. And, you know, it's gone pretty good. Uh, we've been able to, you know, ping things off a of coach and, and answer questions. It's just – it's kind of like having a meeting without just being there physically, I guess. <laughs> that's the best way to put it. That's awesome. How are your yeah. workouts? What, like, what are you doing to work out? Um, fortunately, my trainer is still out here in, uh, in Texas. And so I've been, I've been working out, you know, for the past, however long I have, haven't really started. Been getting great work in. I'm, I'm ready to go. If they call us up tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to be ready to put the pads on. And <laughs> Good for you, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, the schedule comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow night, mm -hmm. the schedule comes out. So I know that's going to be big news. Everybody, their eyes are going to be glued and, you know, to see how that shakes out. What are your thoughts on that, Anthony, the 2020 schedule? I'm excited. And we got some great opponents. Uh, of course, I have season tickets. So I'll be down there rooting the guys on. I'm just, uh, you know, uh, for an old guy, I'm ready to just go root. You know, I'm not, I know Hakeem's excited to go play, but uh, I could, you know, I can't stress it enough. There's a lot of excitement in the community with what's going on, the move. Uh, with the young head coach, some young guys coming in. So, uh, like I said, I can't stress it enough, man. This community is just a great sports town, and they're hungry. So, uh, I'll be curious to see the dates. I'm always, you know, I'll put them down on my calendar right away and, uh, you know, just kind of plan from there. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. I can't wait, man. Well, Hakeem, good luck to you. Anthony, thank you guys for taking time out. Oh, pleasure. Right here pleasure. on the mission. And hold on. Hold on, because I've been practicing when you guys were talking. <laughs> Hakeem Adinji. That get better? Adinji? Adinji. Adinji. Hakeem Adinji. Hakeem Adinji. Did I get it right? Hakeem Adinji? Yeah. Man, I'm going to get beat up for this one, but it's all good. Because I know I'm not going to be the first. Oh, well, I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the poster boy. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry, Hakeem. It's all love, man. It's all it's love. Right, it's hey, Hakeem, I'm not gonna laugh too much because if there is a preseason, you know, uh -huh. I do the preseason games on TV, yeah. so I don't want to be doing a game and <laughs> I want to be able to say it correctly. So I'm not gonna laugh at Jameer. I'm gonna say, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna keep working on it. So I don't think you'll mess it up like that, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well guys man I thank you so much man from one Cincinnati Bengals legend into another one who we're going to watch grow we yep. can't wait to see man you oh, and we hope one day you'll be wearing one of these right here Akeem oh, oh, we want to thank you for joining us man uh -huh. oh man it was my pleasure being on here hey Hakeem thank you man uh, look forward to seeing you in person when you get to town oh yes sir I cannot wait good uh -huh. alright Jameer cool. thanks buddy Thanks a lot. Appreciate Thanks a you. lot. Uh, Appreciate you, man. Thank you, Akeem. Uh,